Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the Healer family. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 18, Escape. I'm here with Tori. Hi, Tori. Hey there. All right. So we're going to start off with playing our new favorite game where you, my friend, pretend like you work for Disney Plus and you are trying to come up with the synopsis, but you're going on vacation and they're all due, so you're rushing through them. Fast and easy, as few words as possible. <laughs> Basically, that is the name of the game. All right. So you're going to tell us what, how you, if you work for Disney Plus, would synopsis which I still am not 100% sure if that's the correct term, escape. And then I'm going to tell everyone what the actual Disney Plus synopsis, and then I'm going to read the official one from the movie website. So I wasn't sure what direction to go with this one. Okay. Because of the way the episode is laid out, they Mm -hmm. could have gone in like three different directions. But I'm going to stick with the keep it simple, and I'm going to say, Bluey and Bingo go to Grandma's house. They should hire you. You are so close. Yes. So close. Bluey and Bingo, Uh those first three, good, get dropped off at Anna's. So close. Yes. So they just framed it a little bit different from you. But I am impressed that I went in the right direction. You did. Because this one, it could have gone about the drawing or the drive or mom and dad wanting time alone. Like there was a bunch of different ways to go with this one. So I'm proud I went the right Mm -hmm. direction. So the website... And on the official Bluey TV website, it says that this is episode 21. The kids are going to Nana so mom and dad can get alone time. They plan a blissful day, but Bluey and Bingo think of imaginative ways to ruin it. Mom and dad will have to escape. So much better. So much better. So great. Amazing. Disney Plus just needs to hire Team Ludo. Totally. They (laughs) do such a good job. They do. All right, so what did you think about this episode overall? So I think that this one might be a new top favorite for me. Yeah? So we know I love a fun storytelling technique. You do. So this whole like drawing on the paper and the imaginative story, I thought that was so fun, so cute. I love that they pushed the ending to a place I didn't expect. Like it kept going like further than I expected. And then that little ending, that final line, oh, it just hit me in the feels. Did a little tear up. So <laughs> cute. I loved it. This is like a top season two for me so far. I love the energy of this episode. As you said, it it moves really fast. Mm-hmm. It's great because both of the parents, everyone in the family is involved. Yep. Everyone contributes to this imaginative play. It's, we see Nana again. So I, I really like it as well. Okay, let's jump in and I will recap. As we said, it starts in the car, and we find out that they're on their way to Nana's house because mom and dad are having a date. And a day date. A date. A date. Does it involve romance? Probably. Most <laughs> everything Most everything uh, involves romance, apparently, in season two. Yeah. That's what I'm starting to season think. Season two. And we have to comment anytime they're in the car yes. because we love that the car is always a little bit messy. We do. It speaks to the parents every time. I have to mention it. It does. Uh, fun fact. My son is five. Yes. I just got my interior of my car fully cleaned for the first time since I've had him. 
No way. Yeah. I mean, it was gross. I, I vacuum it, but there's just a level of like when you have kids. Mm-hmm. So I finally got it detailed fully inside and out, spent just like a ton of money. It was amazing. My car smelled so good for like a week. <laughs> and then of course the child has to like go and spill yogurt. Oh no. I mean, you know, it's like buying brand new furniture when you have a kid. Yeah. You just have to like understand and know that at some point it can get destroyed. Inevitable. But it was, it was blissful for a few days. Nice. It was, it was blissful for a few days. Very nice. Yes. So the girls start cheering because they think it means that they can watch TV when they go to Nana's. Vanda says no, that they watched it all morning and suggests instead that the girls use their imaginations to draw pictures. So this did remind me of the last time they went to Nana's house and they had the same conversation. Oh, was it charades was the episode? Mm -hmm. Um, The same conversation, but instead of TV, it was about popsicles. Ice blocks. Yes, they call them ice blocks, right, in Australia? Yes, they do. Um, And it was like, you know, go to Nana's house, you have too many ice blocks or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it was the same thing, but this time it was with TV. Yep. Nana's spoiling kids since 380. Probably (laughs) before that. (laughs) Bluey isn't sure about this whole drawing the picture thing and because she says that she isn't sure what she's going to draw. And then she assures Bingo that Nana will let them watch TV. Great moment here. Chili's driving the car. She does the whole, I heard that. Like, you guys think that you're crafty. You can see Mm -hmm. her in the rear view mirror. And Louie's like, oh, crap. She heard us. Yeah, she heard you. She's like less than two feet away from you. <laughs> Come on. Louie wants to know why they can't go with the parents. So Chili explains that they want to spend time together alone. Again, something that neither the girls understand. Why aren't you coming to Nana's? Because your dad and I want to spend some time together. What? Without us? Yeah, hard to believe, isn't it? What are you going to do? Well, we're going to lie in comfy hammocks wearing sunglasses. Drinking from coconuts with those little umbrellas. No kids allowed. Yeah, no kids allowed. What? No children understand. What do you mean? How could you have fun without me? They don't get it. They do not get it. I mean, why would you not want to hang out with your children all the time? (laughs) All the time. As Bannon starts to explain what they're going to do, the scene changes to drawings that now depict how the parents are going to lay in comfy hammocks, drinking from coconuts with little umbrellas. No children allowed. No kids allowed. Not going to do it. And this is where we get your storytelling technique. Yes. Here's where we get the title card as well. And then we see Bluey and Bingo say that they think that the plan is outrageous. So they decide that they're going to come along. Bandit. So now they've entered into kind of the, I don't want to say stick figure. It's not really stick figures. How would you classify? Yeah. um, Like simple drawings, I guess. Simple drawings? Yeah. Simple color drawing style. Yeah. Because you're right. They're not stick figures because the dogs are like more. Yes, there's more to them. Yeah, they're fleshed out more, yeah. Stick figure plus? I don't know. Anyway, so Bandit imagines a huge wall that pops up, 1,000 meters high, which stops the girls because no kids allowed. I like how they just keep reiterating it. But that's not going to stop the girls, so Bluey and Bingo 
hire an eagle to fly over it. So cute. I love the problem solving. There is also a lot of problem solving in this, which is great. Mom then imagines up a big prickle bush and says the girls can't use the eagle because they've run out of money and he's in the toilet. Yeah, I love that mom starts being like defensive with the pickle brush yes. and then offensive by like giving them reasons yes. why they can't just like go around it. Absolutely. Very clever, Chili. Yeah. However, Bingo has a solve. She pulls out a lawnmower and she cuts through it. And I like how she goes underneath it and the hedge just kind of stays there <laughs> and the girls go underneath it as well. So mom and dad escape down a secret tunnel and into a secret base, also with hammocks. When the girls try to use a pick to break it open, mom says that there is a mantle cover so it won't break. That is until Bandit gives away that diamonds will cut through metal. Bandit, don't help them. Bandit. He's like, why? How <laughs> I many hats do? Like the game has to continue, right? So this forces Bandit and Chili to go into their cool car and speed away. It's a car, but it's cool. Cool car. So I like how the drawing was their car and then it was like cool car and then it like changed and it's like a red convertible. Bingo suggests to Bluey that they get into their dream house car. Then you get this maniacal laugh by Bluey. <laughs> oh yes, the dream house car. And then the music. Dun, da, 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 dun, da, 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 da. I, I really enjoy this like whole sequence. The dream house car is amazing. The dream I house love it car so much. we need for real life, right? Yeah. So when the parents ask what it is, the girls explain that it has 11 burger shops, 20 bedrooms, 40 toilets, a spa on a balcony, and it's pulled by butlers. Amazing. Yeah. That's so good. It's like, what? Mom and dad, realizing that the Dreamhouse car is gaining on them, decide to ditch their cool car at the airport and get into a helicopter. But don't worry. Unfortunately for them, the girls push a button and turn their dream house into a rocket. And the part that I like about this is that all those butlers that were pulling the dream house car just fall away. Just fall away as there, the rocket goes up. There are screaming noises. <laughs> They're just like, it's fine. <laughs> and we're moving on, you know, <laughs> sort of thing. So when mom wonders who made this amazing driving a flying dream house car, the girls explain it was Jerry Lee. Their head butler. It was Jerry Lee. Of like, course. Of course it was. I feel like that could also be a really great plush. Oh, yeah. Or a figurine. He was very cute. He was yes. very cute. I enjoy him very much. Maybe he'll make an appearance in another episode at some point. Who knows? So the parents are in their helicopter and a plunger gets stuck on the back of it. Shot out from the dream house car because, of course, it has one. So they decide to punch out. They jump out with their parachutes open, but the girls have a solve for that as well. They turn their spa into, it has two parachutes on each side. Taking Jerry Lee with them, they continue after mom and dad. So the girls, I also find it interesting because their progression is very fanciful mm -hmm. compared to the parents. Yeah. You know, because the parents solve for everything right now is fairly reality-based. Like practical. It's fairly practical. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, yeah. I mean, our spa has parachutes on it. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. Much more kid-like and creative. Yes. Yeah. Outside the box. So I appreciate that well. Mom and dad land on the ground and try to run away, or as Bannett says, leg it. 
Did you notice that? He I goes, didn't. We're going to leg it. Is that an Australian translation? Kind of. I think so. It's like a saying they have that we don't. Absolutely. But the girls throw cupcakes at them to try to slow them down. Luckily, Chili eats all of them. But then the girls create a big cliff, like millions of miles or something. I think is what Bluey said. <laughs> so Bandit kneels in defeat and Mom turns around and says that they give up, that they want the girls have won. But then we find out the girls don't want the game to end. And Bingo says that she likes it when the parents run away from them, which I thought <laughs> so was so cute. cute. No, um, we like it when you run away from us. Ah, oh, don't be silly. Give us a hug. No! Run, ah! Quick, they're getting away. So now we have the table starting to turn as Bandit says that he wants a hug from Bingo. And Bingo and Bluey start running away. The girls escape, first using scooters, but mom and dad catch up because they're on an electric scooter that's also being pulled by Jerry Lee because he now works for them because they paid him in umbrella drinks. <laughs> I mean, I may turn on someone if somebody offers me a great umbrella drink. I think it just depends on um, what's in that cup. Yeah, his uh, toy action figure needs to be holding an umbrella drink. Absolutely, and have some sort of scooter. Oh, totally. <laughs> The girls get into, so they ditch the scooters and the girls get into a pretend rocket, which mom and dad jump onto as they go into outer space. So the girls' idea here is, okay, well, we'll go into outer space then because you guys can't breathe. And I like how Chili and Bandit are like, quote unquote, holding their breath in outer space. And then they cut to the car yes. and they're holding their breath in the car. Yes. I love that. But eventually, they do have to breathe. So they parachute down to the ground, leaving Bluey and Bingo to live on the moon. <laughs> the girls cheer, cheer happily because they won the, quote, great escape game just as they arrive at Nana's house. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. As mom and dad are leaving, Nana reflects on how hard it is to get some alone time because they're parents, right? She then asks them if they want to watch TV, but the girls say that they are going to draw and spend the rest of the afternoon recreating their imaginary adventures. And what I really like here at the end also is how Grandma's like, oh, how did you even come to think of this? You know, sort of thing. That was totally what got me. Yeah. So when she says, I don't know where you get your ideas from, yes. I'm like, from their parents. Yeah. They get it from their parents. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, that was like my moment of like, oh my God, it's so sweet. Cause like with kids, it's like, you work so hard you try to teach them things. Yep. You try to like spend time with them, but have to teach good morals and all that stuff. And you don't always know like what they absorb or what they take with them. So when they're like being creative and drawing all these pictures from the game and then Nana's like, wow, you're so imaginative. Where do you get it from? Their parents, they get it from their parents. Get it? They get it from the mama, right? And totally. Their and their dad. So that's the end of it. I mean, again, it's interesting the pacing of the different Bluey episodes. Mm -hmm. Some of them feel really, really full and really dense because yeah. there's so much going on and so many things are happening so quickly. And then other times the episodes feel really kind of flowy and loose. Mm -hmm. And there's still so much stuff happening. I mean, they go from the morning to the evening, like they yeah. go through everything, but it just feels looser and mm -hmm. kind of flowing versus some of these episodes that are just like, go, go, jam go, go, jam packed full of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
Yeah, the other thing I really liked about the storytelling from this episode is that it reminded me so much of like the stories I read Charlie at bedtime. Mm. Like, um, so Berenstein Bear Books is kind of one of our favorites. And there was, well, of course, No Girls Allowed. I mean, we think of that one because of the No Kids Allowed. But there's this other one that we read. I can't remember the name of it. But it's like, um, I think it's called Bears on Bikes. Anyway, so it's all about the bears and bicycles. And it's like a kind of accounting one. And and like the art style is similar. And then like the way the like cars move and interact with each other kind of are similar. So it kind of just reminded me of like just reading stories before bedtime. And like that whole, I don't know, that storytelling technique kind of tied to that, which is like a kind of a key parody moment. I mean, I think that's why parents love Bluey so much is because there's just so much to identify with that just reminds you of, of parenting. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of tied to me, it tied to like reading stories with my kids. You two make the most of it. It's not easy getting time to yourselves. It certainly isn't. No, I fully agree. Uh, fun facts. Yeah. The stories that I'm currently reading to my son, he's obsessed. He gets obsessed with one. Did yours do this? Yeah. Like he wants me to read the same oh, one yes, multiple yes, times. Yes. So the past four nights, we have read the same book. Guess what it is? Um, Not Bluey. I no wish. idea. Minecraft. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I survived a skeleton. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, I was in the dungeon. And then I got out. And then there were skeletons. I, I mean, the story's better than that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like, slightly obsessed with it. That before so before that, it was, like, Star Wars Golden Books. Yeah, I was going to guess something Star Wars, but I couldn't think of it. Yes. So what I try to do in his new room, I put up shelves. Mm-hmm. And what I'm trying to do, because they also say that reading the same book to kids is good. Like, you should you should keep kind of the same rotation of a couple books for mm-hmm. a while. Because then they get used to it and it helps them remember the words and things that are in it so I put up two bookshelves in his new room and my whole plan is to switch them out like once a month or like Mm -hmm. once a quarter Mm -hmm. so here's like eight books that we can read right and we're going to read those same books for a month or two months or three months and then I'll switch those out and put like new books up yep so right now we have all Star Wars books (laughs) except for this one Minecraft that he's had us read for the past couple times. The current favorite. The current favorite. Yeah, yes. we're all about the Berenstain Bears. We have like a million Berenstain Bear books. And so usually we choose one of those. But then um, the book fair, of course, was at the school recently. And so each kid got to pick two books. David, who's 10, picked more like novels. Okay. I tell you about these, they were kind of intense. One was about Chernobyl. <laughs> And one was about 9-11. No. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, wow. Okay. How are they selling? Okay. First of all, first question. Yes. A couple things. Yes. You, we talked about the book fair happening on the podcast. We have not had it done. We haven't done a follow-up. Yeah. So the last time we talked about the book fair, it was about, I think I was out of town. Equity. Yeah. Equity. Yeah. It was about like. My husband was like concerned that he only had money for one kid and not the other kid. And I was like, that's fine. They shouldn't both get the same every time. So this is Charlie's trying to go to the book fair. Next time will be David's. Well, I think we've had a couple of book fairs since then. So oh, okay. this book fair. <laughs> so it also had to do with me being like, Ron, you don't always have to hand the kids money. Right. Yes. That was part of it too. So Ron was out of town on business the week of the book fair. And I was on mom duty. And... <laughs> So um, I was, they're like, oh, it's book fair week. So I ended up 
giving each kid a $20 bill. You, which you just did what you have told your husband not to do. Yes, exactly. So I was like being hypocritical. I was like, okay. And I told him, I was like, okay, Ron, I totally get it. I'm hard on you that you like give the kids too much money when they want it. Yes. And I totally epic failed and gave them each a $20 bill. Um, but my mother had given me this money. I had just seen her. And so I told them it was grandma glow money. And so grandma glow was the one. So you need to like, so when they came home, they like took a picture and sent oh, grandma glow a picture nice. of the books and, and they sent her a little thank you and stuff. So I made I turned it into like a gift giving nice. right. Thank you. note kind of situation. So I did kind of salvage it. But I did make me realize I was being a little hard on Ron and I did tell him that I was being a hypocrite. <laughs> Everybody, we all got to grow. We got to grow as humans. Okay, but like, here's the bigger thing. Who made this thing? Jerry Lee. He's our science butler. I get that maybe like those, I, the history is great, right? Let's all <laughs> read about history, that type of stuff. But what grade is your son in again? He's in fourth grade. How is that a book at a fourth grade book fair? So it's the Chernobyl, is it, is the it Chernobyl Ill- one or the 9-11 one? Both. I mean, both. both. Are they illustrated? No, they're like novels. So the Chernobyl one, it's about two kids who live in, I'm not going to remember the name of the city. It starts with a P, P area. I can't remember mm-hmm. if anyone knows the city where Chernobyl happens. But anyway, they live in like the nearby town. And their cousin works at Chernobyl and he's like a um, handyman or like, what's it called? They clean the floor. Janitor. Thank you. A janitor as a janitor. So their cousin is a janitor that works there. I wish you guys could see my face right now. I, like my brow is scrunched <laughs> up. I'm still trying to figure out how this is appropriate for that age level. I don't know. And so the two kids live nearby. So that's that. I, I that, don't Anyway, so he read that he he enjoyed it. I mean, I think it was like an action adventure type of story. Okay. That's we why we gotta he chose get it. out of town because I don't know because radiation is coming. Radiation, but yeah. So those were so it was really so the so it was really funny. So David chooses Chernobyl nine eleven. Charlie comes home with the couch potato and kitty corn. <laughs> of Thank God for Charlie. <laughs> so we have been reading kitty corn. Oh. And the couch potato. So couch okay. potato is about a potato who likes to sit on the couch. And then he learns that going outside is good. Oh, And okay. then kitty corn is about a kitty cat who wants to be a unicorn. And the other animals tell her she can't. But then she meets a unicorn that wants to be a kitty. And together they are kitty corns. Oh, so okay. Th- you can do anything. Exactly. So I've been reading those in Berenstein Bears lately. It's just, okay. <laughs> That's quite the thing. I mean, it's all about variety, right? Yeah, totally. Can't ban books. I just like, am trying to, in my mind, how someone's <laughs> like, we need to figure out a way to have a book that's going to relate to this age range, but also talks about these horrific events that have happened. <laughs> and God bless the people that can do that, right? Yeah, it was funny. Seriously. Oh my gosh. So definitely our for real life moments there. I do have a couple of fun facts. Okay. That in one of them is this whole regional differences that we've talked about. So in yep. the Disney Plus version that we saw, they use the word pick. Like, oh, the pick. Oh, to open the what the diamond, yes. right? Okay. Yep. Yep. A diamond tip pick. Whereas in other versions, they actually say the word axe. Why wouldn't they say axe for us? We use axe. Axes. I don't know. XI. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm making I up don't words. Know. I don't That's know. That's so weird. I wonder why they mm-hmm. would do that. 
Yep. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Strange. So the song that I butchered earlier, the da 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 da. Yes. That is actually called Ride of the Valkyries. Very nice. I knew that it was a classical piece, but yes. I did not know the name. I know. Neither so, did I. Thank you for that fun fact. You are very welcome. Are there any other fave line or moments that you have from this? Yeah, there's a couple like little side effects they did in the drawings that I thought was really fun. So one was when they get out of the car to get into the helicopter the car like drives into a hole and explodes. Yes. Oh, that was funny. And then you mentioned it, but the other one was where when the dream house car takes off, the butlers like dangle from the bikes for a little yes. bit and then <laughs> they, they fall, fall screaming. Away. So I just thought the little like side effects and like little additional funny details of the drawings were really fun. I enjoyed that. I also really liked the drawing style. Yeah, me too. It's really cute. I was like, oh, this is a fun drawing style. Yeah. So I wonder if maybe that was a, and I'm just making things up at this point, if that was like a drawing style of like a doodle of like one of the artists, yeah. if that was a drawing style that they looked at for the show before it started, if that was a, okay, we're going to do this thing where we have, it's going to be doodles. Everybody come up with something and then they picked one of the art styles mm -hmm. that one of the artists had like come up with. Was there a lottery? Like how did they <laughs> pick and land on that art style? And like, who did it come from? I have all the questions. I know. I questions. love thinking about the like behind the scenes production. I know. Yeah, totally. Someday maybe go to Ludo, get over to Australia. Oh, fun story at the, and I put it on our Instagram, but at the time of recording this, my son's daycare has summer camp and they're going around the world. So each week they're in a different country and so mm -hmm. they learn about the country. They get to taste foods from the countries. So it's still very educational mm -hmm. while trying to be fun. This week they were in Australia. Oh, nice. My son this morning told me that he didn't want to leave Australia. Said, Mommy, I don't want to leave Australia. I just want to stay in Australia. And I was like, oh, bud. That's I mean, so cute. Did they need our Apophagy's pan? I know. We should have. <laughs> we should have offered because apparently they had the kids try Marmite. Marmite. Mm. Which is in my, it's kind of like Vegemite, I yeah. think. But my, so they sent me a picture and it was like, Hunter does not like Marmite. <laughs> he just has this look on his face like that. So I asked him, I was like, well, what does it taste like? He's like, it tastes terrible. He goes, it tastes like dead uh dead fish and dead crabs and dirt and gross things oh, wow I like okay look i said well thank you for at least trying it like being <laughs> open because yeah. the week before they were in china so they had rice like white rice with soy sauce and yeah. stuff which he loves right that's an easy one so i don't know where they're going next week but um excited to see what kind of food thing but they should have done papages totally yeah 100%. All right. Anything else? No, I think that covers it. Okay. Loved it. It was a great one. Loved it. Great episode. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Come back next week. We're going to talk episode 19, Trained. Woo, woo. Thanks. Bye. And you can't pay the eagle again because you've run out of money. And anyway, he's on the toilet. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like us, leave a review, share us with a friend, and of course, subscribe so that you get the newest content as soon as it drops. 
You can also follow us on Instagram at for real life period pod. That's F O R R E A L L I F E period P O D. Or you can send us emails, love notes, comments, suggestions to our Gmail account, which is for real life period pod at gmail.com. Have a great day.